0: This is this is wrong. This isn't the day it comes out, is it? Or is it? It is. It will be. <laughs> it is, it will be. Uh, I s what I say, but I'm I don't Jeff. know. Oh, I'm Josh. And we have had so many problems making this show. Yeah. It's been it's been bad. It's been I'm just looking at my microphone. The gain is really high. Uh oh. It's fine. Just keep going. We're fine. The bounce (laughs) is really high on mine. The bounce? What's bounce do? That's a really funny joke about uh, laundry detergent. Anyway. Oh, (laughs) game. Oh, like game. Uh, I've had three hours of sleep. And I've had a fairly bad day, so let's read your emails. And oh, this is gonna be good. I, will be I hope they fuck with you a whole bunch. That'll be fun. <laughs> I will be the least amount of caddy I possibly can with you. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> let's hop right into it. With is it uh, caddy like cats or caddy like a golf caddy? I think it's caddy like cats, like cat teeth. Let's. Oh, those are really good. I'm gonna isolate those. I use those. Yeah, use them for your video game about cats. Uh, let's start with an email that's like, I don't know, like fucking four weeks old at this point. It's from Lieutenant Commander Ike. Okay. And Welcome, he begins, Ike. I'm on to you. Which Shit, is very he honest. knows. He knows. <laughs> Dear Jeff and Josh, if those are your real names. Nope. <laughs> as far as you guys know. I'm uh, I'm actually a Peruvian man named Juan. Um, and my name is Josh. Uh, <laughs> Weirdly <laughs> enough. You claim you're above Kolaris III, which is the name of that planet I keep forgetting. Mhm. Well, after reviewing the records that have been collected in the Nemesis report, I've come to the conclusion that you're not just security and wiener scientists, respectively, but in fact, Federation spies. Uh-oh. The planet is <laughs> awfully close to the neutral zone for you to only be, checks notes, dune buggy <laughs> uh, I believe you can just say buggy-in. You don't yeah. have to say du- uh, The dune is implied. If if you're really cool, if you're not like a fucking square, you call it buggy-in. Yeah, buggy-in. And when you're gonna go buggy-in, you're gonna bug out. Yeah, you're buggin'. I'm hard buggin' right now. Dude, I'm always hard. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I watched Nemesis in preparation for Picard, and while not necessary for the episode, since they bring you up to speed... It was nice to have that fresh on the mind. But why does everyone whisper in that movie? It had a lot of other small issues, but the whispering definitely was the biggest distraction. Uh, I think they were filming the movie next to uh, a baby hospital. <laughs> See, I think they were filming that movie next to Patrick Stewart's old folks home. Oh, that's probably so they had to probably. keep it down. <laughs> Yeah, he was he was taking a nap, so the other scenes people had to whisper. <laughs> I'm sorry, Patrick Stewart. I know you're a big fan. Um Yeah, he listen he definitely listens. This is something I've noticed in a lot of shit. Maybe it started around the nemesis movie times, but like everybody whispers in movies now and then the explosions are nine billion decibels loud. Uh yeah, there's there's a lot of bad uh, audio normalizing going on in movies. Oh, yeah. I I think i notice it on netflix a lot oh yeah i was about to ask have you noticed that it's worse on netflix than it is in other services it's terrible on netflix and depending on like what device i'm watching it on like i can barely like on my mac i can barely watch it because the speakers for whatever reason just like don't pick up human voices but explosions (laughs) fuck dude we got explosions all goddamn day Back when Netflix had Hercules: The Legendary Journeys on it, and Legendary Hulu, Time Hulu had Hercules: The Legendary Journeys on it as well at the same yeah. time, on Hulu it sounded perfectly fine. On Netflix, it sounded like everyone was talking into a tin can, yeah. and the sound effects were like in my eardrums. They had just inserted them. I'm sure we're gonna get like a whole bunch of emails next week about like how we have to like. Uh, fix our audio and make yeah. our audio be the right kind of audio. Um, whatever. I, don't, I just want it to work. Why just don't work. you fix my dick? Because it needs it. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean... And by fix, I mean with your mouth. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, yes. Or 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 bottom mouth, which yeah. is what my butt is called. <laughs> I mean that to the audience, but Josh, you know I mean that to you first. Yeah, Suck my dick with your butt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. You're getting me all hot and bothered. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, someone's gonna not sleep for three more hours tonight <laughs> well that's all for now when I get back to Starfleet I will report what I've found I've gotta check the engines now Starbase 6 has lost contact with the star system uh, you fucking thought I was gonna read your secret code out loud Yeah, you yeah fucking stop, spy stop trying to get us to uh, spy for you even if we were spies I'm yeah. not gonna spy for you you're not my spy, Daddy, which is what yeah. I call the government that I work for. <laughs> spy, Daddy. <laughs> yes, spy, Daddy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> y- yours for now, Lieutenant Commander Ike, Chief Engineer of the USS Intrepid. What cool are you name doing? Ex- what are you doing? Looking into our spyness? You're a fucking engineer. That's not your job. Or is him? Uh oh, fucking. I know we all do. <laughs> Our next email is from uh, Brig Captain Desrath. Uh huh. And it I is, know him. It is entitled Brig Captain's Log. Start a one two Uh, Wolf three five nine. Wow, too soon, <laughs> man. Let's not be making Wolf 359 yeah. jokes. Just stick to the nine eleven jokes. 9 is better than Wolf 359. 400 years ago. You can do that. Yeah, nine eleven was like 20 years ago. Wolf 359 is like 300 years from now, so... <laughs> it's still fresh in our minds because it hasn't happened yet. It's definitely too soon. Oh Get my it? Because it is too soon. Jesus, fuck. That's so smart. Um, <laughs> this email has stage direction. Jesus Christ. Um... <laughs> My rotation as Brig Captain is almost complete. As always, when the rotation ends, I like to take a moment to reflect back on my experiences over this Mm -hmm. past... Do we still have months? Uh, no. Yes. (laughs) But I don't know. Would they... uh, How much would a... Oh, God. That's a tough question. How much would a month be? (laughs) 20, 30 days? 23.6 minutes of silence ensue, broken only by the occasional utterance of, What is a star date anyway? Damn. He's doing exactly what I just did. He knew. How did he know? Was, oh, this is from so long ago, too, and he knew. How did he know that? Over the past roughly 30 star days... The, I just said 30! The Brig's been largely a humdrum affair, Usually, Captain Thet uses this part of my rotation to frustrate me by flooding the brig with low-level violations. Chewing with your mouth open in the cafeteria? Wow, that sounds fascist as fuck on that ship. Splitting a multi-page report over several pads. (laughs) Oh, right. You can't use one pad. You gotta have several pads. A pad which holds all recorded knowledge if you wish it to. Let me split this. The thing that I have on my bed right now. Or standing in front of a replicator for too long without placing an order on late shifts. <laughs> placing an order? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll take uh, Big Mac and uh, Wendy's Nuggets. Just you can walk, do that at a replicator. Could, fuck yeah. You walk up to him and go, uh, let me get a... <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> However, with him on sick leave, with Andorian jizz flu, I only oh, received man. two residents this tenure. I mean I've cured I've uh, I've cured that in people. The only way to do it is to get all the jizz out. Yeah, you have to drain them of all jizz, and you know how you do them. Like a snake. Like a snake bite. Yeah, with a big needle. That's <laughs> <laughs> to get back at you for the spider dick thing from the last episode. <laughs> I don't remember that, but we are even, I believe. The first <laughs> our most recent chief medical officer, Doctor Gidget was detained temporarily after going mad. The surfing girl from the show (laughs) Gidget? (laughs) Fuck, that's such a... No one is going to get that. (laughs) Nobody knows that. Nobody knows that reference. Dr. Gidget was detained temporarily after going mad and raving that a ship run entirely by captains is extremely inefficient, not to mention annoying. Fortunately, it only happened once during this rotation. (laughs) I forgot this ship has, like, several captains. Oh, it's, like, all, everyone's captains. Captain. it's yeah, oops, it all captains. It's <laughs> Oops All Captains. Oops All Captains. What was that cereal? The Oops All Berries. Crunch oops, berries. All berries. Oh, fucking berries. <laughs> The other, oh, The other fellow was detained due to ESP, or extra special psychosis. Cool. That's fucking hilarious, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Due to the severity of their crimes, I was advised to interact with them as little as possible, and their name has been stricken from the record. According Damn. to the report, this madman tried to replicate non-dairy cheesecake. Real non-dairy cheesecake. Whoa. Ugh. That's crazy. Half the replicators on Deck 10 had blown, and the other half were churning out this weird pink custardy gloop before Captain Grawl could unplug the main computer. The ship's wow. counselor has told me that their sessions are going well and to expect full reintegration with normal society soon, but I have my doubts. Man, we're getting a rundown. <laughs> In good news, the ship has set course for Ryza to pick up a more open-minded chief medical officer. <laughs> yeah, you probably shouldn't bang your doctor. I disagree. Um, what? It, I mean, if it's your doctor, would you want to bang your doctor, though? I mean, is my doctor, like, super hot? I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Is your doctor super hot? I don't have a doctor. I don't have any fucking insurance. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Captain Brack. Oh, man. (laughs) From From the Brack Show? Captain Brack has announced that we all get extra shore time, although he referred to it as Beach Party. I can't do a Bragg voice. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Bragg's hard. I don't remember hard. what Bragg sounds like because it's been a couple months. Yeah, since I heard. buddy. That's yeah, what he says. buddy. He says that a lot, but I don't know. So beach party, beach party. Uh, signed, Brig Captain Desrath of the USS Lollipop. Yeah, whoops, we done gone and blew it up again. <laughs> Damn, I so was, many lollipops. I was stage-directed to do that accent. <laughs> was, that, was it a southern Southern man? Yeah, ludicrous southern accent is what it was said. Like, the rapper Ludicrous? Because he's from the south. He's from the dirty south. Yeah, ATL. He Our, stepped out the swamp with ten and a half gators. Fuck, I miss Ludicrous. Where is he? We need him. <laughs> he's not in the Fast and the Furious movies. No, he's not, is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. He's in, like, half of them, I think. When did he start showing up? Like, four? four. Five? Three or four. It's not three, because three is, like, the weird one that nobody is in, right? I don't remember. I think that... that I uh, haven't that, seen any of the... Like, the first movie I saw all the way through, and that's it. I've only seen bits and pieces <laughs> of everything else. I saw all but, like, f- five through seven. How many AirBuds have you seen? Zero. Fucking, you're, you're wasting your life. Our next email is from uh, Pizza Man. Uh, pizza Man. Pizza, pizza. I like pizza. <laughs> Put it on a pizza. Put it on a pizza. Uh, it's entitled First Day on the nx one Wow, what? You went back in time? (laughs) (laughs) Ahoy, or forward in time. (sighs) Ahoy, Trek boys. I decided to skip the old Boston Sean Voyager watch list for now and move on to the next Trek in line, Enterprise. You made the correct choice. Dude, you're saving yourself so much heartache. Yeah, you would have watched through all of Voyager and have been like, well, that was a thing I did once. (laughs) It's a good thing I wasted the most formative years of my life. (laughs) It's good so far, but damn if that first episode ain't horny as all heck. At least oh, in that one part. You know the one. The, the butterfly girls. Uh, Trip is legit conducting some wiener science there. Anyway, <laughs> that's pretty much my email. Lieutenant Junior Grade Pizza Man of the USS, insert funny ship name. P. That's P. the type of email I love. P.S. <laughs> Reed sure likes guns. Yeah, he likes bombs too. He fucking loves not being able to do his job well too. He's afraid of water. <laughs> Everybody's got their fears, I guess. Yeah, Trip is afraid of uh falling in love with a Vulcan. Man, he gets fucked for that one. Yeah, they all have to realize their fears are unfounded or totally founded? Question marks. Reed is afraid of water like How smart was he to go to space? There's no water there. That's fucking genius. (laughs) Zero water anywhere, as far as we know. There's no water in space, man. Smart. It's the only (laughs) smart thing he ever did. You can't breathe not space, though. That's true. Not water. You can't breathe not water, not air. (laughs) Not Not water, not air. Yeah, can't breathe nothing. Our next email is from Matthew Tucciarone. Hello. And it is entitled, Best Fantasy Media, Media to Revisit. Okay. And it begins, Ahoy Trek, boys. A lot of ahoy this week. We're getting, yeah, well, it's like boats it's and stuff, right? in this bitch. <laughs> Don't tell Reed. <laughs> uh, I love sci-fi, but watching through the new Witcher series has got me on a fantasy kick. I first got into a certain fictional fantasy podcast that got me to watch the Arnold Schwarzenegger-Conan movies and wondered if there were any other fantasy movies and shows that you loved. Uh, I mean, I watched The Witcher too, and I liked it a lot. I liked The Witcher a lot. I thought it was yeah, good. it was good. You get to see uh, boobies, which is good. There's a lot of boobies and butts. Uh, you get to see Yennefer get fucked by a, ge- or a-, a genie. Mm-hmm, 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 Which, you don't get to see that too often. There's not a lot of genie fucking in <laughs> not stuff. Not a lot of a gin fucking, yeah. I dream a uh, genie tried to open those doors, but couldn't, it was too soon. Well, I think there's an episode where they go into the bottle, and she brings... Is it Darren? No, that's, that's from the Wish. That's I don't What's the major guy's name? something. Major L- Edwards? Major Tom to ground the control? I that's what it is. Anyway, this joke is over. Let's talk about uh other thing. Um... I don't I don't know what uh, I of course like I would be completely remiss not to mention that you should revisit the Lord of the Rings like fucking three of the yeah. greatest films ever made. Yeah, ex- extended editions only uh, absolutely. though. Absolutely. Like throw your entire life away in hours in the fantasy realm. You will you can not do it be, in a day. You will not be sad a moment except shedding tears for poor Samwise Gamgee and his man life. if you get if you get like a Friday to yourself you just put those on and just fucking chill out and just love every second of Fuck it. Fuck yeah, dude. It's um, like my favorite type of day. I think we... we, It may have been like a Jeff and Josh shoot the shit, I don't remember, but Willow is a really fucking underrated yeah, Willow. movie. There's not a lot of really good fantasy like film The Beastmaster stuff. 2 through the <laughs> portal of time. Of course, that is one wonderful movie. There, there is a uh, commentary track on patreon.com slash mclasspodcast that you can sync up to the greatest movie of all time, Beastmaster 2. Oh man, that's sweet. How much is that one for? Uh, I think if you're a patron, you get it now. I think it's come out for everybody. Oh, sweet. Excellent. We got an email from some uh, fucker. I don't remember. Um, some fucker. I ended up deleting it by accident, sort of. may have been uh, on purpose. I don't remember. I haven't slept. Yeah. But they were like, where do you get off? Uh, may- they may have been joking, but they were like, where do you get off uh, complaining about having to pay for CBS All Access when you tell people to pay for your Patreon? Because I'm not CBS yeah. and I don't make billions of dollars. I'm not hiding Star Trek in my Patreon. You don't have to pay for that. Also, like everything on our Patreon becomes free to everybody on it at a certain point. Yeah, like, it's like a like a service, like <laughs> yeah. a service. It does like you could pay for early access to stuff and behind the scenes stuff, but all the stuff we produce is free eventually. Yeah, we're just like two guys. We're not a giant corporation yeah. that owns half of television. <laughs> yeah like you can watch star trek without paying us a dime you could listen to our podcast without paying us a dime so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um if you were serious eat my butt and if you were joking good joke um good joke so good i didn't know it was one um, matthew C- uh, oh wait we're still talking about fantasy stuff um, oh yeah what uh, i don't know it's hard Zena, yes. Xena? Xena's surprisingly good, actually. Xena's better than Hercules, yeah, I Hercules think. Yeah, Hercules is garbage, though, so... Yeah. But Hercules is fun, because it's stupid. It's so stupid. fun. To the point where, like, I'm starved for that type of, like, corny, stupid, like, television action show. Yeah, there's not a lot of that. Have, may I, Can I introduce you to Riverdale? Riverdale. <laughs> Do they fight on that one a lot, dude? It's like a fucking detective story. Oh, it's shit. ridiculous. I might eventually. I might have to check Riverdale Junkhead out. Jughead is like a detective. I was. Uh, I told you. You probably haven't watched it. I don't even know if it's still up. The new Legends of Monkey. Yeah, I've on, I've seen it. I've Netflix. not seen it, but it, I know. It about starts it. out so serious and so yeah. stupid, and then like twenty minutes into it, or no, in the second episode. Yeah. monkey shows up like the monkey king from Chinese legends but he's played by this like Hercules the legendary journeys ass goofball oh my god and it becomes Hercules the legendary journeys except Chinese mythology and it's fucking amazing <laughs> yeah that sounds awesome yeah <laughs> Oh man, they start Shit. meeting like stupid side characters like they meet this like complete like jerk ass like heavy set guy who's supposed to be like the he's like a pig demon and he's just he only cares about eating and fucking. Oh, is that why I'm like the way I am? Cuz I was born in the year of the pig. <laughs> Josh is a pig demon. You heard it here first. God, I got to fucking eat so hard right now. Man. What a life to lead though. I would love it. <laughs> Um other other fantasy that's a fantasy. There's movie not right I mean, I think everything that's good is pretty much known about I don't have any like secret ends. Like I don't know, you know. Witcher's the, good. The original Beastmaster is actually a pretty good movie. <laughs> yeah, the original Beastmaster is decent. Um If you wanna laugh and you you want to alternately laugh and be super uncomfortable, you can watch um Death Stalker. Yeah. Uh, it's super stupid and bad and funny, but there's, there's, like, a lot of rape in it, so maybe not. <laughs> so maybe not. <laughs> Fantasy as a genre in movies is usually relegated to garbage, unfortunately. It's, it's generally bad, and only recently, again, it, it crops up every now and then, like, uh, because of Star Wars in the late 70s, that's why we got, like, movies like Conan and shit, because they're like, why don't we just take these properties and make them good? Oh, yeah. And it's happened again because of, I think, uh, Game of Thrones. Now we're getting, like, The Witcher. It's a response to that, right? They're like, mm-hmm. well, we can just take the books, The Witcher books, and make them kind of good, you know? I don't know if The Witcher books are any good or not. I've never read them. I played There's The Witcher gonna... 3. Uh, I never yeah, I never read them either, and I never played The Witcher 3. The Witcher but 3 I knew... is, like... I'm going to get shit for this, but like the controls are so bad in that game. They're just oh, so man. bad. You, people are going to email us about the, that. The storyline is great. I really enjoy the storyline, and but I don't know. <laughs> Was that Witcher Wild Hunt, or is that a, the that's fourth the Witcher? Hunt, yeah. Okay. The Wild Hunt is fucking, I guess spoilers if you haven't finished the game or whatever, but they're like dark elves from another dimension that's just made out of fucking like murder the whole that's dimension. That's cool. I like the world, like I like that the, like, uh, the world is just like, there's just fucking monsters everywhere. Yeah. Like that's, that's I cool. I like the, too, like the Wild Hunt are like all wearing this like pitch black like skeleton armor and shit yes, and they're that's like, jacked cool. as fuck, but then I they take that. their helmets off and they're like spooky dark elves instead of being just barbarians, it's really that's neat. That's cool. And also wherever they go, they bring like winter with them. Oh fuck! Which that is sounds super horrible. fucking dope. Like they ride into a town and like a fucking blizzard rides in with them. It's super. Is cool. Yennefer in that one? Yeah, you're looking for her for the first part of the game. Does she have red hair in that game? Not nah, Triss. Does Triss? Yeah, Triss. She's she's in the Witcher show, but she doesn't do much. Triss is Triss. Yeah. She, what it, who is she? She's the one, like, when the king who, like, fucked his sister has, like, a mage that works with him, and, like, she yes. brings Geralt in on it, and they, like, know uh, each other. Um. Yeah, She's is she at the battle? Like, the mage yeah, battle? Yeah, she's at the mage battle. Okay, yeah, I think I know her. She's yeah. the one who puts, like, the web up over Yeah, the, the web, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. We're spoilers, yeah, whatever. So she okay. puts a web on a door. Fucking spoilers. Yeah, well, that's um. a big plot point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fantasy is tough because a lot of it is garbage. But like, I don't yeah, know. yeah, pretty much everything that comes out like now is kind of okay. I know they're they're making um the the what are those the uh, wise man's fear that that series. What is that I've series? The... I have the book over here. Let me roll back and get it. Is that a Wizard of Earthsea book? No, it's uh, Patrick Rothfuss. It's the uh, Kingkiller Chronicle series. They're making that a movie. I'm all about killing kings. Yeah, I mean, like, me too, because fuck them. Also, the animated Lord of the Rings movie is actually really fucking fun and neat. Oh, man, I haven't seen that in the, the, what is it, Rankin Bass? Yeah, Rankin Bass one. yeah. There's a, a Hobbit by um, fucking Ralph Bakshi as well. The guy who did like Fritz the Cat and shit. Is that the the Hobbit that everyone knows about? Yeah, that's the Hobbit cartoon. I used to fucking be obsessed with that shit. It's good. It used to be on like Disney Channel it's and my grandparents good. had it. It's super good. Yeah. Um, Harry Potter. Anyway, thanks for your email, Matthew. <laughs> there you go. I wish that uh, I could remember more things to help you out. I wish I knew more cool things. Yeah, I don't know anything cool except Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Our next email is from Jack Carpenter. Hello, Handsome Jack. Handsome Jack. That should be his nickname. Everyone should call him that now. I'm going to start calling him Handsome Jack off. Um, no. Because that's that's what I want him to do. Oh, sexual harassment on our podcast. It's entitled (laughs) Well Howdy. Well, hi. Well, hi. I love that cat. I love yeah. it so much. Um, how I think there's a um, an emoji on the M-Class Discord of that cat. He's got like a little cowboy hat on. Yeah, I was asking about that, and nobody n- seemed to know why that was there. I don't know why it's there either. So. <laughs> there's also a new one over there, and I was like, what is this? And they're like, oh, that's that thing. And I was like, okay, sure. I feel like I learned a lot. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. I was I don't like, know. "What is this?" There are a few that are new that I don't know what the fuck they are. <laughs> Who's putting them up? Uh, if I fucking like cheated the system, right? Like I need, I wanted there to be like a uh, a perk you get if you're a M class patron and a patron of my art Patreon. Oh my god! And if you're both, then you get the ability to add emojis to the Discord. And I, nice. I did tell them that I'll take them down if I don't like them. So everybody agreed to it. Or it doesn't matter if they did, because it is a dictatorship. Yeah, it's not even benevolent, <laughs> no. really. It's it's malevolent, if anything. <laughs> it's Maleficent. <laughs> There's some more fantasy that one. I don't know how that one is. The first one's good. Is that the Snow White? No, I get those confused. Maleficent is the one with Angelina Jolie. It is Snow White. Yeah. No, she's Cinderella? No. Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Sleeping Beauty. Beauty. Sleeping Beauty, you're right. Um Jack says, Howdy Trek Boys, I hope you're hanging in there and not dying of one of the many illnesses that seem to be going around. Well now I am, probably. Who you just incepted me with disease. Jesus Christ. Jack is all powerful. (laughs) I didn't know that about him. (laughs) Who am I gonna do the show with now? I got the black lung pop. Oh shit. It's a good thing I have no insurance. (laughs) If you want to be the new co-host of M-Class, you can't. Josh is fine. (laughs) You Um, can't. um, Anyways, I was wondering what your favorite Star Trek reference was in any other show, movie, game, etc. I know there's way too many to list, but off the top of my head, my favorite has to be from the cable guy. Where they're fighting at medieval times, and it turns into the Spock and Kirk duel in Vulcan. Oh, that's that's a good, that's a good, oh, I forgot all about that. That is good. There's a part in, um, uh, fucking Invincible, the comic book. Invincible. Where, uh, the main character is fighting this alien, and they're, like, fighting through space, and there's, like, a ship that's obviously supposed to be the Enterprise, and it's crewed by a bunch of aliens wearing, like, Starfleet-esque uniforms. Yeah. And it's obviously the original series crew, and they're, like, having an argument about what they should do about this anomaly that's headed towards them. <laughs> and the anomaly is the two of them fighting, and they rip through the ship and kill everyone in it by accident. <laughs> oh, man. Which I found very funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I mean, uh, the Futurama ones are good. Is oh, that a man. reference though, or is that just like kind of like here's some Star Trek? I think it's like, right? more like here's some Star Trek, but I think yeah. it would count. It's Star Trek reference. I, I can't, I can't think of like another like thing. This, that, uh, there's star there's the episode of Dexter's Lab where he and his dorky friends go That's to a, a great convention one. and they're dressed yeah. in Starfleet uniforms. That's a really good one. That's good. There's a great moment where he goes up to the guy and he's like he he wants something from me. Like he wants into a VIP lounge or something and he says, But I am the captain Yeah, but I am the captain. <laughs> he's so fucking he's so cute. Oh Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm looking at stuff, I don't know half of these. Star Trek's in everything. It is, uh, I mean, it's a ton. It's it's always, it's so huge, right? Like, I don't know. Galaxy Quest is the best Star Trek. That's the best one. (laughs) Like, that's the best one. Galaxy Quest, like weirdly captures the spirit of Star Trek in a way that, like... Because I don't even know if the people who wrote the story really wanted to capture the Star Trek spirit. They just wanted to kind of spoof it and have their own feel-good thing, but they still did somehow. I know there's a lot of references in Boston Legal, because Shatner's in that. Yeah, I've never watched that. They do a lot of jokes in there. I don't actually care for Shatner very much. (laughs) I don't know if anybody's ever picked that up on this podcast. Yeah, he's like a dick. He's a super dick. Yeah, he's Come he's on. the type of dude who calls people on Twitter snowflakes. So. He's he's been like relatively quiet lately. Should we be worried? He might <laughs> be dead. Gonna, I don't know. Should we hold a mirror up to his nose and see if he's dead? Does somebody want to go see if Pop-Pop's still alive in the other room? <laughs> we left him on the chair. He might He might be dead. I love Kirk as a character. I absolutely love Kirk. I don't really care that much about Shatner though. He's just so crazy. Like yeah. right? Like he his like legend is also bigger than anything he could do, which is bad. Yeah, that has to suck for him. Yeah. I mean, it's I bad really for care, like but... <laughs> it's bad for like us, right? Yeah. Cuz like he could I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think of other Star Trek references, and I'm coming up blank. Because a lot of yeah. Star Trek references and things are, like, directly making fun of Star Trek as being, like, lame. Right. right. I'm thinking about, like, any time Shatner shows up on, like, Animaniacs or, like, Freakazoid or something, it's just making yeah. fun of bad acting on uh, It's always Star the Trek. voice, right? It's the Kirk voice. It's always that shit. I do a very bad impression of Kirk. Yeah. Yeah, it's always, like, as, <laughs> as like... Worse than it ever was before. They do that on Family Guy a lot too. Yeah. Where he like it contorts his body around when he's talking and shit. Took it to his logical conclusion. <laughs> the, the best thing is if you look up like um, parodies of anything, there's always an original parody. Like I was looking up something the other day. Oh, it was like there was a robot chicken parody that was behind the music for Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem from. Yeah. I remember that one. Muppets and then like 7 or 8 years later there was a family guy that's the exact same thing with the, the same, same things thing. happening in it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. if you look up a parody of anything that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently in Degrazi the next generation there's a character named James Tiberius York. It's uh, I don't remember that. Wait, yes I do. De Grazi. I watched... De Gra- was it the original one or The Next Generation? Next gen- Next Generation. I watched The Next Generation on the Disney channel when I was in high school. Drake isn't in that one, right? Yeah, he is in that one. Oh, he is he in that one. He gets fucking shot. Yeah, that's how he gets paralyzed, yeah. right? So, imagine my fucking surprise, right? Where, like... He- he's Jimmy. That might be him. Oh, yeah. he Jimmy. Yeah, wheelchair Jimmy, right? So, yeah, so that might be him. But, like, I, re- I fucking, like... Imagine my surprise! In high school, I saw this fucking like dude in the Canadian soap opera, basically. Yeah. And then he comes on the radio and tells me how many fucking cars he has all the time. Like, what, <laughs> what the fuck? He hangs out with Nicki Minaj and like wants to sniff her butt constantly. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking weird, man. He's a weird guy. Yeah, he's he's like chatting up. Yeah, he's chatting up all some kids. Heavy. Yeah, that's a little. You, That's a little. You're not no supposed no. to be friends with little girls, man. It's yeah, not how not, it works. It's like that grooming shit, right? Where he, yeah, it's fucking. Well, Drake being a groomer is my favorite Star Trek reference. Not it? a dog groomer. <laughs> there's there's a couple of Star Trek references in uh, Toe Jam and Earl. Is there? Yeah. Did he put on a, a suit at one point in the second one? Maybe. I, I know there's an alien that's like, it's one of the weird little aliens that they have in the game. Like, everybody's a weird alien, but he has like mm-hmm. uh, obvious fake Spock ears. That's right. I remember that guy. I can see him in my head. I peck yeah, picture like him. He's squinting and doing the hand thing. Yeah, I, dude, I've played that game probably more than most. Maybe not maybe more than you, but I don't know. I've played that you may shit out of that like, game. I fucking love that game. I've got yeah. a little action figure of Toe Jam on my desk, dude. So cool! I love them both. I love them so much. Um, <laughs> so that's my favorite Jag. <laughs> oh, I know a good one. I just thought of one. Um, uh, Crimson Tide. He calls the engineer, the radio guy, Scotty, because oh, he needs him to one. fix it. And he's like, "I need my warp power," and he keeps like, like saying it like in terms of. Star Trek, which, like, that movie should just be like a Star Trek movie. Pretty, it should be like a space like, movie. It's yeah. Wrath of Khan, but underwater. Yeah, it's, exactly. <laughs> Thanks for that email, Handsome Jack. That's a good one. Uh, our next email is from Boston Sean, and mm-hmm. it is titled, "Talking Trek with Minneapolis Mom. Oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> Rubbing my hands together. I'm ready for this one. Yeah, let's get mommed up. Hey a Trek boys. Thanks for picking my collection. Big fan of mom here. Your mom or all mom? Hopefully all mom. All mom or, well, most mom are good mom. Let's say it that some, way. Some mom are good mom. She was really excited to watch the episode with me. I wasn't sure why, but it became very evident very quickly. And now, talking Trek with Minneapolis mom. <laughs> mom, this woman wants to go on a date with Scotty? Me. Damn. What's wrong with Scotty? Mom, nothing but Bones is right there. Yeah, but he's like, you he can't date your doctor. We already went over this. I don't know. I feel like Minneapolis mom would disagree with that. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the planet's just saying hi. <laughs> Wait, oh, because the hand. Yeah, see, this is why you shouldn't shape your ships like Frisbees. <laughs> That's really good. Mr. Sulu, try rocking the ship back and forth. You know, the snowbank maneuver. <laughs> yeah, your car's stuck in the snow. Mr. Spock, go outside and push down on the hood to gain traction. <laughs> S- uh, Spacehead appears. Now there's a man to get coffee with. Oh my god, she fucking she's into Apollo. She likes Apollo. Why is everyone getting a headache from a green hand squeezing the outside of the ship? <laughs> oh my! Now there's a god to kneel before. Dear God! She, she already said that. She already. We already said she said that, but in like a much P, PG way. Now she's talking about sucking some dicks. Sean, I think your mom would be pretty fucking thirsty, bro. <laughs> yeah, your mom. Your mom needs to go out with someone. Welcome to Olympus, birthplace of democracy and camera tricks. <laughs> um, this episode sure talks down to women. Yeah. Yeah, we we talked about that. Yeah, here's one I brought up. Where in the heck is Apollo's nipple? <laughs> 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 this woman is going to get so much coffee with Apollo. <laughs> yeah, coffee mom oh we watched a show about this me ancient aliens uh no it was a show about how some nut jobs think that the egyptians thought aliens were god that's ancient aliens yeah ancient (laughs) aliens no it was something else steve what was that show called stepdad ancient aliens mom (laughs) sits in silence for a moment seriously sean where is apollo's nipple I love the defeat. Just the defeat. <laughs> just, just don't even rep don't even talk about it, just it'll go away. Chekhov looks like a ten-year-old who found a Beatles wig at the Goodwill. <laughs> we talked about that too. We talked about that. Nothing can defeat a god except some good old-fashioned bullying. Yeah, fuck yeah. I shall be lenient with you for her sake. She makes the best cup of coffee. <laughs> God damn! this woman loves coffee. Why is Apollo such a baby? I assume he built the temple. He should just be able to rebuild it. <laughs> right? Seriously, right? Later on Earth, all of history is literally rewritten. Yeah, it was aliens the whole time. It's funny how you forget how sexist some old shows can be until you watch them with your mama. Until next time, <laughs> Sean. Yeah. I mean, it's cool you can watch, like, Star Trek with your mom. If I think if I watched Star Trek with my mom, she would just, like, read. Yeah, my mom would be bored out of her mind. She'd be telling yeah. me about who died recently. Yeah, she'd be like, oh, so-and-so has cancer. And I'd be like, cool. Hey, did you, do go. you remember uh, Edith's cousin Valerie? Who the fuck is Edith? What? What are you, what are you fucking talking about? Edith's cousin <laughs> Valerie moved. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> You remember her? She's she's was the uh, she was married to Tom. <laughs> Tom who? Tom Johnson. Yeah. Tom John. Yeah, he's your second cousin. He's your fourth cousin twice removed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, that Tom. Yeah. Okay. Sure. After like two of those, I say, "Okay, I remember," because I want it to be over. <laughs> I just shake my head and I look straight ahead and I, I just like thousand yard stare. I'm just like I I just want to die. You wait for the darkness to come. And then my mom, like, knows at that point, and I'm just like, I I literally don't. My mom never notices. (laughs) I can't. I can't. Uh, I do love my mom. Our next email is from (laughs) Charles Bartlett. Hello. And uh, it begins, ahoy hoy. Another one. Do they all, like, get on the Discord and, like, have a theme for the emails? I don't think this guy is, because he's the one who escaped Rora Penthe. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Good for him. A few days ago, my wife asked me if Romulans go through Ponfar. I didn't know, but she pitched an idea that the Romulans had survived the homeworld destruction living on Vulcan and slowly realizing they experience it since they're no longer violent. What do you guys think? I don't think they do. I think that's, like, uh, been bred out of them at this point. Yeah, I think the Ponfar is, like, a reaction to their logic like embracing of logic yes that's 100% and what it is yeah they don't they don't have the Romulans don't have it because they don't care The well Romulans about like give in to their impulses constantly yeah. so they don't have the build-up in the same way that yeah, the Vulcans do they're the dark elves right yeah. they're the bad elves the, So they uh, do whatever The thing about Vulcans and Romulans is that, like, Vulcans as a race have to be exceptionally adaptable evolutionarily, because it's not been that long of a time since those that march under the raptors' wings left Vulcan and became the Romulans. And they they have, like, a forehead ridge and different physiology at this point. Yeah, they... I guess, like... I mean, I, I guess it's sort of similar to, like... Just, like... Like, living in, like, Russia, right? Or living in, like, Ethiopia, right? Like, it's just, yeah. There's, like, our evolutionary track, like, a lot of people will make the argument that, like, evolutionarily we've, like, slowed down with technology. But Mm -hmm. there's a study recently that um, human beings are, like, point something degrees colder we yeah, we're getting colder. Me. I just read that too. Yeah, was it, was I Stop. talking to you about that? No, it no, was I don't it, think so. I think it was somebody else. But, but yeah, I read that, that too. It to me, and I yeah. heard about it before. But like, yeah, like we have like evolved thanks to like we're we don't need to, like, fight off disease in the same way we used to, yeah, so our body doesn't need to be as hot anymore. Right, and, and we don't live outside since... anymore, right? So we can yeah. just use other things to keep us warm now. That's happened since, like, the 1940s, as well. Yeah, I think when when the the guy who determined that, like, we have, like, 98.6 was the average, mm-hmm. right? Like, that was, like, 1840 or something like that. Oh, yeah, but, like, evolutionarily, that's a blip. Oh, yeah, and it's nothing. So, I feel like Vulcans just, like, evolve faster in different climates, in different yeah, I think areas. We, I think we talked about this, too, where, like, po- I think I said, like, it's possible the Romulans, like, genetically modified themselves. Oh, yeah, they have no law against it whatsoever. They don't care. Yeah, they don't care, right? They may have, like, specifically genetically modified themselves. And Oh, man, this is a fucking great idea, actually, for Romulans. Yeah. They genetically evolve themselves on purpose so, so that they, they have can created hide a group that cannot yeah. stray from each other. The only yeah. way to prove that you're part of that group is to have the same evolved DNA. They also might have done it to separate themselves from the Vulcans oh, yeah. who they hate, right? To change themselves it's to like, like not be them. If you're a true Romulan then you'll have the same uh, like tampered with Evolutionary right, like a marker and shit we have, like a marker, yeah. That sounds Damn. Romulan as fuck. Honestly, that does. It super does. Oh man, this is another t- difficult question. On a non track note, what's your favorite contemporary fantasy? What's contemporary fantasy? That's, I guess that's my question. Like, like, does do you movie? mean fantasy like modern fantasy? That's like. Set in the modern day, or do you mean contemporary is in like the last 20 years, the last 50 Uh, years? Yeah, like Western contemporary. We're getting semantic as fuck, but I don't know what to pick, so I'm stalling. (laughs) Well, that's some good stalling. Um, yeah, I, uh, I don't know, it's really hard. I I mean, I'm, like, a big fan of Elder Scrolls. Is yeah. that is that what you mean? Like, I, is that contemporary as fuck. Yeah. I, guess mine would I find be it like interesting. The, I guess mine would be, like, the Dark Souls series. Yeah. I mean, they're all Tolkien, right? Yes. Like, everything's Tolkien. Yeah, He's, like, true. the godfather of modern fantasy, right? The, uh, uh... Like, if we're including, like, contemporary to go back to, like, the 80s and 90s, then, uh... Like I really love Record of Lodos War. The, What's that? It's an anime series that's like it's a Western fantasy series, but it's like anime, mm-hmm. and it's about um, an island that's split up into warring states, and the island is like cursed. Damn. And there's like so a, it's Japan. There's like a um a, a evil warlord who's like. He's broken all covenants with the other nations and he's gotten like demons and orcs and shit to work for him. Fuck yeah. And he's gonna like overrun the land and a group of adventurers set out to stop this like evil witch that's controlling everything behind the scenes. She's like playing puppet master on both sides to try and cause a war that like extincts both sides. Damn. Fucking witches, man. They're always playing you. <laughs> always doing some witchy shit. And the designs are, like, really fucking cool, and the animation is super neat. I love it. And it's, like, an yeah. old-school kind of anime, so nobody, like, falls over and has a sweat drop. and <laughs> Thank God. There's not a ton of, com- like, comic relief for no reason. You're so short. <laughs> you have a, a bit of a vendetta against Full Metal Alchemist, don't you? <laughs> I love Full Metal Alchemist. I just hate that shit yeah. in that show. Like, that show's that, great. Like, I'm But I'm it would fine be great their... if they got rid of that shit. Like, I'm fine with there being a little, like, uh, levity in shows and shit. Like, I can... Uh, and if it goes a oh, little too for far, sure. I'm fine with it. Like, For sure, but write a different joke, man. Yeah. Even *Record Get a of different reference. War has several moments where, like, the elf girl, Deedlet, is like in love with the main idiot, and yeah, he's main the, idiot, he right. doesn't give a shit because he just wants yeah, he to become care. a knight. Yep, and uh, he just sort of rebuffs her, and she gets a little mad, but it doesn't go crazy anime about it. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. so the uh, a really fuck my favorite part about that series is that like he starts out as like a guy in a village, right? Like everybody does, and he yep. gets a sword and he's like, I'm gonna fucking save the day, and then he gets his shit fucking stomped for ninety percent of the series because he's never held a sword before. He doesn't know he's doing, and he learns very slowly over the course of it's only like twelve. It's like fifteen episodes, I think. Yeah. He learns super slowly over the course of those episodes and actually is competent near the end. That's like, I was going to say, there's that uh, that short called The Reward. It's oh, like, The Reward is fucking amazing. I love that short. The Reward it's is about fucking us, great. you and me. Yeah, yes, it's so fucking good. <laughs> They made, the one a, guy, they made a sequel just, they series. They look like us. <laughs> they do, actually. <laughs> Holy shit. They made a sequel series about it Didn't as they? well. That like uh, the two guys at the end of the first one, like the, the great heroes return and they give the two halves of the map to the guys in the street so they'll yeah, be the like kids. them. The, the kids get it. It's them, about right? the, it's about them going on their journey. Oh my God! Where is that? How do I? W- oh, is this it? I think it's the re- it's the reward tales of Al Alethrian? Yeah, it's the the first hero. Yeah,
1: holy it's like, shit! It's
0: about the two at, at the end, and it's also about the guy who wrote in at the beginning and gave them the map. Oh uh, yeah, the guy who's I love when they like do that like uh like almost like Ren and Stimpy esque uh, like super, super clear yeah up. yeah. <laughs> That shit's funny. <laughs> the reward is so fucking good. I'm glad you oh, it. Oh, it's great. I mean, everybody listening so to this should go see, watch the reward. Oh, by the way, I completely skipped it now that I'm thinking about it, but uh, I didn't mean to. It's not on purpose. I, I don't hate you guys or anything, but Matthew mentioned that everybody should go listen to Tupan's Theater on Subspace. Do it. Because it is really fun, and we are in the first two episodes. Yeah. I think we're it's in three, maybe. I don't remember how many we did until my voice died forever. Yeah. (laughs) That's why we're both still sick to this day. Dude, that's why, yeah, I have, like, laryngitis permanently from being a Klingon. I gotta go, boys. There's a snake here that keeps asking me for $5. (laughs) I get that, reference. Sealed by my hand this day, Agent Charles Bartlett, Starfleet Intelligence, on board the USS Bonaventure. Cool name. Sealed by my hand this day. I love that. <laughs> it's so fucking awesome. Um, our next email is from Poor Servants. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ensign Henderson. Ensign Pennington. Trek Boys. Hello. It has been a pleasure listening to the adventures of Captain's Kirk, Picard, Cisco, and Archer from your Strange Mirror Universe as your subspace signal has transmitted through an interphase in Tholian space and reached my home in England, spelled I N G L A N D. Fucking Tholians, England. dude. In- England. I think this dude might be from the Mirror Universe. <laughs> Is he from actual England? Because that's kind of like the real Mirror Universe. It's true. I've also laughed at the literary efforts of my counterpart, Rich Masters, who seems very similar to me. Uh, uh, He seems very similar to me, except that my writings would make his look like a big pile of garbage. I totally believe that. (laughs) I have been very inspired by the greatest sci fi writers of your universe, namely J.J. Abrams, Alex Kurtzman, and Gwyneth Paltrow. (laughs) So my writing there's prowess a, far exceeds that of Masters. There's a, there's a, a Gwyneth Paltrow dig. Um, the greatest sci-fi writer of our universe, Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. Buy my uh, vagina candle. Is that what the goop show is about? Like vaginas? Is that what the show is? It's like is? pseudoscience bonkers shit. Oh. Like oils and fucking chakra bullshit. You gotta get your pH balance right in your yeah. vagoo. Your vagoogie. Uh, also, in my universe, the real universe, your counterparts, Rooster, Roostered, hmm. Roosterederson. <laughs> okay, it's like Henderson with Rooster at the beginning. Rooster Henderson. Yeah, it's like except it, Roost Anderson. Rooster, That's it's what I would have done. Rooster Anderson rooster Anderson, i said it right perfectly that time why couldn't i do it for five minutes why i'm gonna i'm gonna let you finish i don't know why that's my name but okay yeah i don't know mine is pinna so oh because of the medicine uh, <laughs> that i'm allergic to man you're gonna die have both reached the rank of Admiral, because we're just Ensigns in this oh, universe. Oh, right. So, in the other one, it's the opposite. I get it. Also, I guess that we're, like, part of, like, the Terran Empire in that universe, and we're, like, cutthroats. Uh, that's sort of what we are here. <laughs> this this email is whatever. Uh, it's fine. But what would your Mirror Universe version look like? Like, what would the difference be between you and I'd have and hair. I'd have gotten, like, hair plugs. <laughs> But they would look like Cynthia, the doll from Rugrats. Yeah, like it would just be like uh, a fan around my head, like the guy from Babylon oh, 5. fuck, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I would have that uh, um, Sulu like gash in his head, except it goes all the way down under my neck and up over oh. the side of my head again. It makes a perfect circle. That's cool. So it looks like you could kind of just pop my face off. <laughs> that's awesome. I want that in real life. I got into a fight with a Xeno warrior princess cosplayer, and she just, like, <laughs> hit me with her chakram. She, like, had a real one. You didn't think it was real, but it was. But I tell everybody it was the Klingon. <laughs> I mean, Xena, Klingon, what's the difference, It's the same thing, really. It was a Klingon lady dressed as Xena. Dressed as Xena. Yeah, that that makes sense. My question for you is, for the next iteration of Star Trek as a television series, do you believe there's something to be gained by setting it in the Mirror Universe, or should they attempt to rejoin the Prime timeline and continue the story? No one should ever go to the Mirror Universe ever again. The Mirror Universe has been done. It's over. It's beaten the fuck to death. Here's the thing. I was a mirror universe apologist, because I was fine with the idea of there being an episode that was just goofy every so often, because that's every so often a shitty, terrible episode, right? Right, right. However, when Star Trek Discovery decided to make the entirety of their first season plot hinge on the mirror universe, yeah, that's fucking dumb as shit. And then a mirror universe character joined the main cast. Yeah, it's like giving a toy box to like a child, it's like giving your favorite toys as a kid to, uh, like, your nephew or something, and then he, like, proceeds to, like, play with them in the stupidest way possible. And they're all from the Mirror Universe. <laughs> it's true. It's dumb. It's dumb as shit. I hate it. I hate the fuck, hate- it's stupid. It's, fu- it's so fucking lazy. I hate it. It's like your friend, your friend, you and your friend were playing and he like picks up Han Solo and he says, Han Solo's afraid of Siths. He's so scared. And you're like, yeah. Han Solo would never be scared. Yeah, it's that's all the JJ crew does. They just ruin everything because they're fucking sucky at playing toys. How dare you say that about Han Solo? Yeah. The Chewie, Chewie, has, Chewie goes home and he just lives at home now. Like what? That's not fun. It's <laughs> <That's> not fun. <laughs> Are you playing with Kevin. Chewie goes home and then he does <laughs> his dishes. Chewie eats. He goes into a bath and has a bath. Chewie has to make dinner, so he has to. He makes a pot roast for his wife. That actually sounds pretty sweet. <laughs> it's just Kevin's version of Star Wars. I'd watch it. <laughs> it's just like the Star Wars Christmas special. Uh, live long and send money. Uh, signed, poor servants. That's, a, that's Thank quite you. a name you've got there, poor servants, <laughs> Mister Servants. Um. Man, I'm not doing a voice tonight. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, let's. <laughs> our uh, our next email is from Sam. Hello, and it is entitled "Night Egg?" Question mark. Oh, speaking of Kevin. Oh hi, Trek boys. Yeah, night oh, eggs hi. are good, but what about night cookies? Oh fuck yeah, dude! Night cookies. You gotta soften them up in the microwave, though. Holy shit, we're living history right now. Somebody outside is screaming at the top of his lungs. I don't know what he's saying, but I can hear it echoing between the buildings. Is he drunk? It's Tuesday. It's, t- oh, it's Tuesday, so probably. Tuesday in Pittsburgh. Um, <laughs> night cookies isn't like a, a new thing. That's Everybody's had cookies that's, at night forever. Yeah, night egg is that's, like novel. Yeah. It's a novelty. Yeah, night cookies are like Santa Claus invented that way back in the stupid times. Santa Claus has been eating night cookies since uh, he was breaking into kids' houses in fucking Bethlehem (laughs) or whatever. I don't know the story. (laughs) So Um, so at least the 1920s. (laughs) (laughs) When St. Nicholas was trying to keep girls from being wet off i don't fucking remember the story i don't something know about that he had night cookies the vikings lit up a christmas tree that's that's one i know can star trek <laughs> get you laid <laughs> is this another question this Is another question yeah i think anything can get you laid yeah if you meet someone who also loves star trek you can maneuver that into you two smooshing booties yeah, I mean I would I would say that you're probably going to get laid anyway if if someone wants to get laid with you. Yeah. I don't know if Star Trek was going to have that much of a impact I mean, on that. That's the key to the door to yeah. conversation, to get right, to know right. each other, to decide you want to smoosh your booties together. Yeah, put your stuff inside of each other. Yeah. Fluid transfer. Fluid transfer, darling. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to fluid transfer with me? <laughs> oh, do you mean fluid Transfer? Ew! Oh, dude, I love that movie. So fucking good. That's a good fantasy so movie. Good. Demolition Man. God, I love that movie. It's so it's much better than anybody gives it credit for. It. No, it is. It's it's, a, it's like a perfect time for movies. Like yeah. there there's so many good action movies in the mid '90s. It's like ridiculous. There's so many that like a lot of the good ones get overlooked because there's just yeah. so many of them. There's so many of them. Um, Star Trek can get you laid. I feel like, uh, like everybody knows my wife Crystal fucking loves Star Trek just as much as I do. I'm sure that had a lot to do with us getting to know each other and eventually getting it, married, which... It might have everything to do with it. Who knows? Uh, when you get married, it turns out you can still have sex, everybody. I tested. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, that's cool. Uh, you don't explode. Well, I mean, you, you do. But you know what I mean. <laughs> Walla, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> I love all the work that you guys do. Eat, pray, love. Signed, Sam. Eat, pray, Uh Live, laugh, eat, pray, love. <laughs> live, laugh, eat, pray, love. Hashtag Babylum. Hashtag on board. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me take a look at the time code here. I think it's time to switch on over. Switch our gears a little bit. Uh huh. Everybody, sit down on your favorite recliner, your favorite big cushy chair, next to that fire from Masterpiece Theater, because <laughs> it's time for Rich Masters Alt Picard episode number five. Rich Masterpiece Theater. Rich Masterpiece Theater. That's what the section is called now. We have a. There it is. We have our first segment on M Class Email. <laughs> Fuck yes. Although it's always been a segment. I don't know. Um. Rich begins with chumbliest of the Wumblies to you Trek boys this I'm not I'm not into this chumbly <laughs> Wumbly crap I don't know I don't know rich I don't know I don't know what's because uh, it's not because it's I like it when you say it it's adorable it's that everyone else is gonna say it now and it'll yeah. be horrible <laughs> you you have lost Josh three words into the, your email <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to send a ladder down to get me out of this. Uh, since Jeff sent up the rich signal this morning, which was about a week ago, yeah, which I can only uh, assume is a dong of some sort, I assume you're ready for some more alternate Picard. Be kind yes. with my spelling mistakes, Pennington. This one went really close to the wire of not being ready in time, mainly due to me, uh, mainly due to my own leaving it until the last minute nature. Well, that's okay, because we didn't do this show until, like, a week later, so we totally screwed you yeah, over. Yeah, I, I couldn't even imagine a scenario where we fucked you harder. I'm sorry, Riz. Yeah. <laughs> unless we, like, actually fucked you. Yeah, unless we didn't do the podcast anymore. If we made you that it like, alright, podcast over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, side note, I'm really tired, and it says February something 2020, and I'm like, wow, 2020. <laughs> What a year. Doff your top hats, polish your monocles, alight <laughs> onto your chelange. <laughs> onto your chelange. Chelange. With a full glass of brandy and a fat cigarello, gentle fellows. for these oh, wow. are the days of high space adventure story times. Damn. I'm feeling it. <laughs> My masterpiece theater thing was better, but um, previously... <laughs> <laughs> on Star Trek Picard. Mm-hmm. Picard has assembled a crew to protect the young Dodge, Seven of Nine, Hugh Bergenstein? Is that his real name? That's not his name. It cannot be. His name is just Hugh. Yeah, we're not calling him Hugh Bergenstein. Fucking if that's his real name, I'm going to be so mad. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and a pair of Binar from the Collective, along with his former first officer, Rafi Musiker, his dog number one. <laughs> Didn't the one? Didn't the one guy die? Oh yeah, Fuck. binary man I gonna, died. I think he's gonna get to that. Oh, it's only the sister. Uh, or... One of them died. I think it was the guy. The guy died. Um, I'm not yawning because I don't care about Rafi Musiker or the dog number one. I'm yawning because yeah. like I got three hours of sleep. Yeah, we didn't sleep last night. We were up uh, fourteen hours touching ago? butts. Yeah. <laughs> I got three hours of sleep 14 hours ago, so... Cool. The Binar Alpha gives his life to help destroy an awakening Borg cube coveted by Admiral Graham. Helping the crew escape and condemning his Binar partner Beta to a slow, excruciating death? Jesus, Rich. What the fuck? (laughs) Why? Uh, Damn, dude. Admiral Graham and her boards borg/data hybrid commander progeny are chasing Picard and his crew but have to temporarily turn back when the ship takes refuge in the old Romulan neutral zone taking the CO of the ship the honorable captain tevir into custody That's right I remember this After clearing the name of fleet admiral Sela And helping her rid her people of the Tal Shiar, Picard and his crew move on to liberate more former Borg and hopefully help Daj find out why she is being hunted. But Picard's hallucinations from his Eremotic Syndrome are getting worse. Will he have the time? (laughs) And now, the continuation. Rafi starts a personal log and handily informs us all that the Stargazer is traversing the Severin Expanse, mm-hmm. a nebula off on the Romulan Klingon border that Beta has determined will hide the Stargazer from the USS Solea on their way to the next deactivated Borg cube. There's all kinds of deactivated shit I'm hanging around. Yeah, it's just Borg cubes, fucking like outside your bathroom window. <laughs> She walks the Stargazer corridors, arriving at the mess hall, then enters into the dark room beyond. Lights, she instructs the computer, before an irritated voice interrupts. Lights off! Rafi takes a seat at an empty table and asks how the person opposite is. On the next table over, Seven downs a drink, then places the glass on its side. She stares at what? it before tipping it off the table petulantly. Damn, what's wrong with her? Is it helping? Rafi asks. Hardly. My Borg architecture means most toxins, including alcohol, are filtered out of my system too quickly, she admits, telling Fuck. Rafi that Picard is the lu- is lucky the Enterprise crew were able to get the Borg tech out of him before his body became dependent on it. Damn though, but you got that cool eye thing. Yeah, but you can't get drunk you can't get crunk on the fucking space anymore? <laughs> That does suck. We've lost people before, Rafi. Seven admits. The degradation is speeding up exponentially. Without Alpha, Beta won't last much longer. Another casualty of war. Seven is chastised by Rafi, who says she doesn't believe Seven sees Beta as just another soldier. Beta's a person, a friend, that it's okay to feel upset about her dying. Seven admits that she's not upset, just angry and afraid. Seven would never admit that. Maybe she's grown as a person. Maybe. Maybe it's the alcohol talking. Maybe it is the booze. But she won't be dead. Not really, Seven says. The Borg are one. The life she had as a drone, the things she and Alpha did were instantly absorbed into the collective. The Borg even steal your death from you. Damn, that's fucking awesome. That is a great fucking line, Rich. That's so good. Rafi asks where Beta is now if she's resting, but De- Beta isn't resting. She's still working to crack Graham's files to find the other Borg cubes to prevent many more from dying. She and Dodge hit a block, one that has an encryption even they can't crack. Dodge enters the brig, where Lore sits on the bed singing an obscene limerick to himself, stopping and smiling only when he sees her. What do you think that limerick is? Probably, uh, I don't know any limericks, so one about a butt. There uh, once was a man from McGrass whose balls were made of fine brass. That's the one. That's the one. Stormy weather, they clanked together and sparks shot out of his ass. Useful. (laughs) True story. (laughs) Uh, I've seen it. Dodge tells Laura that she's noticed him staring at her. That she's not a fool. Laura tells her it doesn't mean she isn't a fool. That she just has eyes. Damn, I love Laura now. I don't know why. I love Rich's lore. Furious, Dodge demands to know why the android has taken such an interest in her. With a smile, Lore suggests she let him out of the cage so he could show her who she really is. What does that mean? Is he a groomer? Jesus. <laughs> is he Drake? <laughs> is he Draken over here? Jeez. Afraid, the girl leaves him, but not before Lore tells her that he's the only one that can help her. Not the Collective, not Rafi, and certainly not Picard. Crazy Uncle Lore, always getting drunk at Thanksgiving. (laughs) As Dodge leaves, she sees the shadows of Borg drones walking towards her from the distance. She turns to run, but when she looks back, they vanished. She's haunted by goats! Title, Better the Devil. Ooh, I love devils. I know. On the (laughs) US... I didn't mean for that to sound that way. I know. I know, Josh. Um... (laughs) <laughs> when the USS Soleil, Captain Teveer, granddaughter of T'Pol, sits in yes. meditation in the brig. He he put that in there just because we were talking about it last time. Yeah. I appreciate the confirmation. I love it. The door whirs open, and Admiral Graham and Commander Progeny enter to stand before the force field. Saying nothing, Teveer sits until Graham admits she expected someone so Starfleet to stand to attention for the fleet admiral of Starfleet command. Opening her eyes slowly, Tavir says that she does not recognize the Admiral as acting in the interest of Starfleet and will not help her. I love it. The Admiral tells Tavir that there's more at stake here than what Tavir must see as a dogged chase of Picard. That the fugitive he harbors is a danger not only to the Federation or the Quadrant, but to the entire galaxy? What? She's a kid, I think. I don't know, how old is she? I have no clue. Like, 19? I do When Tavir refuses to play ball, Graham and Progeny leave. Now alone, Tavir pulls her communicator badge free and opens it, revealing a small device. What the fuck? Picard is on the bridge, the stargazer heading towards another derelict Borg cube location in Romulan space deciphered by Beta and Dodge. Picard asks if the ship has appeared on long-range sensors yet. When Rafi confirms that it has, Picard can feel someone walking behind him. It's clearly Locutus, but we can't see his face. <gasps> Technological distinctiveness to add to our cooperative, Locutus says. Picard shakes the hallucination away, only for him to realize Rafi has been asking them if they should change speed. Damn, um, pay attention, old man. go <laughs> on, Pop-Pop, we got a decision to make. Get your head out of your Borg asshole, man, we gotta do shit. <laughs> um, No. He, murd- he murders, he mutters, sorry. <laughs> You're Irish now. He murders. He murders. Uh, we've got eight hours until we reach the cube. Let's make sure we're fully prepared before we rush in. He excuses himself and goes to his ready room. And Rafi mm-hmm. and Seven share a look. Fuck. Is it like a look of like, here we go again. Picard's <laughs> gonna take a four hour shit. Picard's gonna go scream in his office number one whines in agreement Seven enters the ready room without knocking Picard says he wanted to be alone and Seven replies that she doesn't care I love that Seven is like the new first officer in this (laughs) pretty much it's great it's really great Picard snaps saying that he's in command here and not to forget it damn realizing his anger has got the better of him he instantly apologizes I know something broke your little ships (laughs) I know something's wrong with you, Picard, Seven says. I don't know how, but I know. And I want you oh, to tell he's me. S- he's still connected, sort of. Fuck, dude. Picard tells her about the brain defect Br- a Beverly Crusher diagnosed, in all good things. That he suspects his irumotic syndrome has progressed. He'll start to fade, develop a sort of dementia, then die. He- Sweet. Whoa. <laughs> Uh He's already s- <laughs> that's how we're all gonna die. It's gonna be horrible. Jesus, I'm not I'm gonna go skydiving when I get old every year <laughs> until I can't open the parachute anymore. <laughs> he's already starting hallucinating things he said and did as Locutus. Picard sighs and admits he's glad of Dodge. The girl shook him from his apathy. He might have just faded away without her. He makes Seven promise that if he starts to become a liability, that she, Rafi, and Hugh will figure out why Admiral Graham wants the girl. Yeah. On the Celia Admiral Graham's ship rendezvous with the USS Metropolis. That's a great Superman's name. on board. <laughs> it's me. I'm Captain kal <laughs> From... Krypton, new Krypton? It's new From new, new Krypton, we really fucked up that second one, too. (laughs) Yeah, we're really bad at having Kryptons. Um, In order to receive new equipment, Progeny is checking over each shipped crate, making a visual inspection. When Graham arrives in the cargo base, she asks if all equipment is present and accounted for. He confirms that the new biogenic (laughs) torpedoes... Fuck! Sorry, I'm sorry. (sighs) I'm... I'm... We need a nap time after Jesus this. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Rich. I'm really... I'm, I'm this is how hard we work, though. <laughs> We're so tired. He confirms that the new biogenic torpedoes, along with the means to change the Solaeus firing and guidance systems, is all there. They leave the cargo bay, but the camera lingers on the crates a little too long. Oh, like in uh, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yeah. Does the Starfleet logo burn off? <laughs> he, and the rats are like, oh, man. he Here's a little note here. As I've just typed this, I realize now that I'm now visually directing these episodes as if they're real, which is probably insanity. That's, Anywho, no, that's, cut to block. That's good. That's awesome. Hugh is on the holodeck practicing his assault drills for their foray into the board cube. He walks down halls, phase-rifle drawn, until he comes face-to-face with a dying TNG-era Geordi LaForge. What? He is so shocked, he's quickly overwhelmed by advancing drones until he panics and screams for the computer to pause program. Damn, he's having, like, fucking night terrors, but they're awake. When he disentangles himself from the paused Borg, he looks over to where Geordi was to find he's gone. He restarts the program. What? On the Selea. Tavir takes a pip from her collar and splits it, connecting half to her communicator. It makes a connected slash affirmative noise and she presses the communicator to activate a site. <laughs> Josh is doing some SFX for this episode. Too. <laughs> it's a next tell. Boop, boop. And she presses the communicator to activate a sight-to-site transport into Admiral Graham's quarters. Oh, break her fucking neck! She go- You're, like, super strong! <laughs> Throw her out of the ship. What's she gonna do it yeah. about it? <laughs> yeah, just just snap her spine. She goes to Graham's desk, but instead of using some sort of fancy security override to hack her personal logs, she pulls a uh-huh. listening device from under the desk. Old-school nice. Vulcan ingenuity. We only hear her listen to the first part of her log, then see her sight-to-sight to, sight to the cargo bay. She opens <laughs> one of Progeny's crates to find that they're a field with... Uh, Other Borg hybrids? (laughs) No! This this is a terrible idea. Shit is going crazy. This is fucking buck wild. Seven sleeps but is woken by Janeway sitting at the foot of her bed. Oh, God, I love this, though. Like, can you imagine if this was, like, a thing they did? This would be great. The captain tells Seven what a disappointment she turns out to be. What the fuck? And Seven argues that Janeway lied. that She said it would all always take his time to feel human again. Oh, I love it, because she is so human right yeah. now. She's like the most human that there is. It's hating yourself. With a dismissive hand wave, Janeway says that if Seven were stronger willed, she'd already be back to normal right now. That her scars wouldn't even bother her. Seven gets up to confront the captain, but when she pulls Janeway around, the captain is partially assimilated S- what, what, what? Seven wakes in a cold sweat Ooh. When they arrive at the Borg cube the next morning There are life signs and a state of deacti- deactivation But just like before, the ship is slowly awakening Picard orders a team across Consisting of him, Seven, Dodge, and Hugh Sef- So everybody Seven is... Re- <laughs> they didn't bring the dog uh, the dog is <laughs> yeah. He's sitting in the captain's chair I guess they left Beta as well Since she's like super dying that sucks. Sorry, Beta. Seven is reluctant, still hesitant about being this close to the Borg. Picard tells her that if she needs to set this one out, everyone would understand. No, Seven says, I'm stronger than she thinks. The team beams <laughs> over. What is she talking about? On the cube, the crew ventures further inside to locate the deactivated drones. The cube's corridors are eerily empty again, but for hundreds of decomposing Borg drones. And they hear a crow. crow cow, 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 oh, cow, cow. Could you imagine how bad it stinks in there? Ew. Would it though? Or would it smell like a new Nintendo? Oh man, I might like that. Um, that smells so good. Remember that smell? I do. Oh. I do. Sometimes, like, if you buy a used game that's been kept in a box long in enough, a box. it still has that yeah. same smell. That plasticky circuit board yeah. smell. I miss that. Yeah. I didn't know I missed it until you brought it up, you monster. You're welcome. You beastly bastard. I'm the devil. <laughs> Suddenly, all four start getting flashes of their hallucinations coming back to them again. What the fuck? As they wrestle with them and are ultimately overcome, we see that they are all on the floor in a comatose state, muttering in exertion. The cube begins to power up, and some decomposing drones begin to stir. One with her bottom half almost entirely decomposed. Oh that's great! Begins, this is great begins to crawl menacingly towards the inert body oh, of Dodge. Fuck yes, this rules. In this is is this so the Halloween episode, Red? Dude, I'm so scared. I love it. my, my wiener went back inside, I'm so scared. <laughs> <Zoop>. <laughs> In the science lab, Rafi and a death's door looking beta sit and discuss their plan. Rafi has lost contact with the away team and can't send anyone else until she knows more about this particular cube. Also, they're the only two there. Who else is she going to send? The dog. Number one, I'm going to beam you over there. (laughs) Could you imagine a dog being beamed? How bad they would fucking lose it when they appeared again? I'm assuming assuming they, like do it though right because like how would you take them anywhere it'd be like the same amount of trouble as like putting an animal on a plane like how crazy (laughs) they get some some dogs like planes because they're so stupid they don't know how scary planes are what a beautiful life that would be (laughs) oh god yeah lobotomize me please in the sign, oh i already said that um she can't even beam the away team back their life signs are too weak to lock on to Beta tells Rafi there might be more in the last data file, but there's no way they'll be able to access they'll be able to crack Graham's files without help. Rafi reluctantly agrees, and they beam Lore into a stasis field. When he materializes, Lore rolls his eyes. Another cell? You'd think I was dangerous. <laughs> Beta tells Lore that she's figured out why the last encryption cannot be broken on Admiral Graham's files. It's fractal, and requires someone much faster than a humanoid to break the codes. Uh oh. Lore seems unimpressed and says that any being with a brain should be able to work it out. Then stops himself <laughs> and teases that maybe it is above her capacity. Yeah. <laughs> given she only has half. Damn. He's fucking dunking oh, dude, on that's her. So fucking cold. It's so good though. It's so lore. Enough, lore. Name your price. Orders Rafi. Clearly annoyed. Nothing. States lore. Think Musiker, if a soon type android is the only one who can crack the code, then who could have designed the code? Who in the made first the code? Part? Yeah, Rafi is dumbfounded. She hadn't even thought that Data might have secured these files. I want to find out what happened to my brother just as much as your admiral. Rafi orders him released. Uh, mistake. A mistake is made. <laughs> <laughs> On the Soleil, Tavir instructs the computer to activate a protocol that completely powers down the ship. Sneaky but clever Vulcan. And escapes Damn. to her captain's yacht. She jumps to warp, encodes a subspace transmission, and begins. Captain Riker, this is Captain Tavir, <gasps> of the Solea. Back on the Soleil, Admiral Glenn- Graham simply smiles as she watches the ship warp away. She's the goddamn fucking emperor! <laughs> Dude, she's. She's. Unlimited power! Unlimited power! The Borg husks move closer to our away team, and instead of assimilating them, look like they're going to start dissecting them, powering arm saws and laser scalpels. Yeah, fucking cut him up. Lore breaks the encryption in a matter of minutes, gives Rafi the shutdown code for the Borg Cube, and tells her Graham's report states that all drones seem to have been driven mad by the hallucinogenic properties of the Severin Nebula. How cool. Dream Nebula. Rafi beams the crew back and orders the ship out of the nebula immediately, destroying the ship with torpedoes as it leaves. Bye. (laughs) That seems unnecessary, (laughs) but okay. It's kind of like that episode with the crazy Vulcan ship in the Expanse. Oh, yeah. In Enterprise. They blow it up. Just cause. It's like poetry. It repeats itself. Picard wakes up in sickbay with a throbbing headache. Boner. Oh, 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 oh. Ah, oh. gotcha. He wrote. Uh, All right. <laughs> Good. Rafi gives him her report and tells him that the hallucinogenic nebula affected those with Borg architecture the quickest. She and Number One were safe. Beta only ever had half the normal amount of Borg architecture on account of being a Binar, and Lore was completely immune. The Admiral is confused. His Borg architecture was removed, and Dodge isn't a Borg. About that, says Rafi. Dodge was affected because of the weird connection she shared with you, and you... She pulls down a screen that displays a scan they've taken of Picard's brain. In the parietal lobe, where his iromotic syndrome was diagnosed, there's a dark patch. Rafi magnifies it, and again, and again, the dark patch is made up of a small, inactive Borg nanite! What is it doing?! How did Crusher not notice this? <laughs> How did Crusher not notice this? Uh, Autocorrect wanted the word nanites to be nannies. I almost changed Mm. the whole story to accommodate this. That's probably because you're British and their computers have to type nannies (laughs) a lot. (laughs) Nannies, my nanny. Um, How how did Crusher not notice this? He'll answer. He'll answer. Maybe maybe it maybe it was just like hiding dormant somehow. Maybe it could cloak itself or something. Who knows? Maybe Crusher was like, "This will be a funny prank later." Yeah, he'll think it's aeromonic syndrome, but it's just a fucking robot Uh, virus. Got him. He really should have dated me when he had the chance. Yeah, probably should have fucked. Picard goes to the brig to see Lore, who seems particularly smug about saving the crew. That's two you owe me now, Picard. I'm thinking maybe a Starfleet commission will be payment enough. When Picard (laughs) agrees over his dead body, Lore smirks. (laughs) The uniforms lack the sense of style I'm accustomed to anyway. It would be funny because it would be Brent Spiner playing it, and this would be good. This is really good. Picard sits opposite the android and demands to know what else is in the secure file, which has now been conveniently destroyed. Hmm. Lore seems taken aback and asks how Picard knew. I know you, he replies. Damn. Lore tells Picard that Graham has been hiding the fact that Data's body has been missing since a week after it was recovered and that she reclaimed Lore's body from secure storage to replace it. She hired Bruce Maddox, that fuckface. I hate that guy. To work to find some way to combine Soong and Borg technology to create an army of Starfleet protectors. And she succeeded. Bruce Maddox Joseph Mengele over here. God. Fucking asshole. Fucking got you, Maddox, bitch. (laughs) You suck. Picard is aghast, remembering what the Tal Shiar were trying to do. He asks the most pressing question first. So, who has data? Nice. Lore admits no one knows, but that if he'll let him, Lore wants to help find his brother. Given new quarters, Lore smiles to himself and sits on the couch, crossing his feet on the table. Honey, I'm home, he says, delighted with himself. <laughs> There's a chime at the door, and he welcomes them in. Them in. I did what you asked. I convinced them it was the nebula that had triggered the hallucination, says Beta. What? Suplicitousness. Uh, what is happening? She asks if anyone else saw the information about Dodge in the file. Laura admits he deleted the tidbit before anyone else could see. I suppose you're here for the payment, he asks. What? Please, I can't stand to be alone any longer, Beta responds. Lore peels back the skin on his arm to reveal Borg circuitry and manually pulls tubules to inject them into Beta, providing her with his own concoction of Borg tech. You'll, f- you'll find this new collective much less collective than the last, he says. Resistance is less futile and more welcomed. Be- Damn. Beta stops her shaking like a junkie given a quick fix. She asks, yeah. what now? Now, he says... Now I think it's about time for a family reunion, don't you? I've been an absentee father for far too long. Oh, no. He quickly types on a pad and transmits an encoded subspace message. On the USS Solea, Progeny is repairing the ship's system, but suddenly stops. His head tilts, and he smiles. Hell. To be continued. Fuck! No, everything's collapsing. Lore is playing them for fools. Fuck you, Lore. I thought we could trust him, but we can't. Thought we could trust him this time, the fifth time. <laughs> the fifth <laughs> time was the right <laughs> one. It's a Doctor Wiley type situation. I thought I could trust him the eleventh time. <laughs> Doctor Wiley. Oh man, that was good. I I enjoy this that, a that lot. Was fucking amazing, dude. So I can't watch the show cuz this is better. <laughs> Pretty much. We've run it we've <laughs> talked about this before but like uh, the real show is never going to live up to this. I know it's it's uh it's it's amazing and sad at the same time. Not it's not sad because like it's only sad cuz I won't get this show. That's why, it, why it's sad. I I can't I just wish like rich wrote the show and we could watch it like i don't want to watch this whatever other version where dodge is like karate chopping people to death or whatever <laughs> she's doing your karate's uh. awesome especially in star trek <laughs> it's always been good <laughs> there was i didn't see a single double axe handle no. the whole fight if you don't so. double axe handle at least once in a fight you're not star trek fighting you're yeah you're not fighting are you even fighting no no you're just slapping at that point, yeah. Yeah. Rich finishes up the email by saying next week, nah, get out of here. No spoilers. <laughs> Halfway done, boys. And by the time this is published, I think CBS Picard would have caught up. We'll have to wait to see which one you prefer.
1: I haven't I watched it.
0: So. <laughs> I'm biased, though. All right, chums, back to the grindstone for your old pal, Rich. Smell you later. Rich, chief engineer of the Perfect Sandwich. Aboard the USS, they're letting us use science for anything these days. (laughs) Have we gone too far? Or not far enough. (laughs) The Perfect Sandwich must be made. Mm. I think we've talked about our Perfect Sandwiches before on this podcast. Uh, I've been really craving, like, a turkey club. Turkey club's a good one. With mayonnaise. Oh, God. I was was fucking, like, a corned beef and cheddar is, like, I fucking (sighs) love a corned beef and cheddar, dude. Fuck, dude. I'm going to sleep after this, but I'm going to be real hungry during it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna be dreaming about sandwiches. Oh shit! I have to make art for the episode. Okay, so I'm gonna sleep after that. <laughs> do you though? Well, it comes out tomorrow. I guess I guess gave away when this is being recorded. But <laughs> whoops, whoops. It's fine. Uh, so yeah, I gotta do something. If the art's really half-assed, you know why? Thumbs up, smile at camera. <laughs> just do like a a hand (laughs) just Just make the 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 hand hand. it's a middle finger though yeah i was thinking about that but i was like that's a little too on the nose i try to keep it a little clever (laughs) okay 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 not a finger it's uh the head in space but it's two of our heads and the finger, dude. I could really like super half-ass it and take our heads that I made for the uh, like emojis yeah. and just and just make them <laughs> transparent-ish. Yeah, turn I know. them green and make them transparent. Tint yep. t- them green. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I might do that actually. Um, that's fine. <laughs> that's all for the emails for this week, folks. Uh, I hope you appreciate the effort and time that was put into this because this is attempt three to record yeah. this episode. We sure got fucked by uh, the universe on yeah, this one. I don't know, and to this day we still don't know why. <laughs> no one knows. No one knows. Weird. But we brought you this episode, and hopefully it was to your standards, and if not you could send your uh, hate mail to my deleted box because that's where it's going. Whoa! 1, two, three, suck my dick street. <laughs> please chicago illinois 60652 if you're going to send a complaint about something related to M class please title your email uh, spam put spam in the title spam of your email in so the title, i know please. to read it as fast as i can spam viagra <laughs> sex pills but thank you to everybody who wrote in thank you to rich masters for creating a beautiful world for us to hate the actual show when we watch it because of He made such a beautiful world that I hate the real world. (laughs) That's Star Trek for you. Yeah, that is. Uh, If you'd like to be a part of the festivities, you can shoot your emails into my email hole at uh <laughs> email at gmail.com and you follow us on twitter at mclasspodcasts. do those things i retweeted a Join... fun story from star trek.com today about a 90 year old woman who fucking loves i star saw Trek. that <laughs> i saw that on my like uh so like google on the phone like gives you a bunch of shit based on your search crap oh, yeah. so i have like a I have like a ton of Riverdale news. (laughs) Like I'm like a fucking twelve year old girl, and I saw that story though. To it, and I read it, and I was was like, "This is crazy." Like she was, she was like, she got Star Trek in a really deep and meaningful way. It it like affected her whole life, and I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Um, That's cool. Yeah, become a patron of ours, though. I know it doesn't have anything to do with that story, but go to patreon.com slash podcast where you can get access to a Discord, free podcast, not free podcast, but extra podcast, mm-hmm. movie commentary, behind-the-scenes stuff, wallpapers. Funny jokes that we tell on the other things yes. we do. I was like, I'm not doing written jokes. Fuck like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah patreon.com slash class we're just as bad as cbs all access that's the tagline yep. now <laughs> maybe worse who knows thank you to everybody who wrote in thank you for everybody who listened thank you uh to josh for being my friend thank you jeff and we'll s- for, f- f- for being awake for f- a long time so thank you for being awake for a long time uh yeah, I'm also extremely tired. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, I feel like I've run a verbal marathon today. I've been talking for like eight hours straight. Jesus Christ! Um, uh, thanks again, everybody, and we'll see you in uh, another week for more M class goodness. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye, 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 Bye.